Big Shook, Big Shook. It's really real right now. Mr. DL. You ready? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, I know. Keep your hat on. Now I'm going to fuck with you. Oh, yo. <laughs> I, we got the yo. same haircut. Yo. Show nah, me. Nah, because, Show me. No, no, no. Because if you let if you let your go, you're going to have a ring around me. I don't got no ring. I know I shaved it. I shaved that shit, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't yo. got the... My shit is like... My shit grows in. It just be like mad recession. But, um, yo, yo, when they, um, when they ask, hold on, when they ask me for IDs when I'm at the liquor store, like uh, I just take off my hat like this. That's how I get in. That's how. <laughs> I tried that but yesterday. Cool, it didn't work for me. I'm like, <laughs> and it was for a lighter of all things. Yeah, who gets like you think yo, I'm 17 for a lighter? <laughs> the crazy That's funny. thing, the crazy thing is, it's cool now. But years ago, if a white dude took his hat off and he was bald. They would have thought like you had some sickness or some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> my fuckers, my wasn't shaving their head bald back in the day. It just wasn't. Yeah, they leave the they leave the side shit on. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, or the comb over the horseshoe. I'm not the trying to do George, not doing George Costanza never. George Costanza, <laughs> word, gentlemen. I, if you don't know and you're going bald, just shave it off. The ladies like it better. Yeah. We don't want to be dating hey. no like. Are we started? Is this started? Is this live now? Yeah, we're not no, live. We're starting. No. Yeah, we're good. Nah, this shit, is, this shit is Memorex, man. But listen, <laughs> yo, we six, we six four, right? Oh yeah. Wait, big shit, yo. move back a little bit. There we go, because all we could see I, was like your I nose. Am. Yo, no, listen, I know that. Yo, we wasn't, we wasn't kicking it yet, so that's why I just was leaning heard, down like this. <laughs> anyway, um, yo, yo. Episode 64, Six. The Danger Zone Podcast yeah. with Big Shug. Mr. DL. And Chef Tanya Nicole. Welcome back, everybody. Mm. Everybody's in the triangle. We back. You know what I'm saying? Um, this week, we got a special guest. You know what I'm saying? Um, we got a special guest from Special Ed. Nah, we got a special guest, man. My man, M-Dot. Yes. You know what I'm Massachusetts rapper, artist, producer, whatever you need to be, man. He's that everything, man. You know what I'm saying? M-Dot, what's good, man? What's good? Shuggy Diamonds. How What's good, DL? What up, what up, man? Thanks for having me. Yeah, no question. So listen, first and foremost, we get it out of the way. Um, so why don't you tell the people, you know, uh, give them a backstory on you and, um, you know, where you're from and, 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 you know, how you came about and why um, the M-Dot even matters, you know what I'm saying, in hip-hop. So just kept us, so, kept us up to speed. I mean, I was... So my, I was born in East Boston. I lived there till I was five. My, we moved to Revere. That's where I grew up. And then I lived in Lynn when you actually came to my crib years later. Um, right. I started rapping probably sophomore year in high school. And at the time, you know, no nobody in school was rapping. It was like, I'm sure, you know, even before me, it was even more rare for cats to be rapping like that. At least mm -hmm. when I was in school, there wasn't any other rappers. And I didn't start taking it seriously. Till I start, till I start getting paid for it in college, um, college shows because they have budgets. Um, mm. I remember early on, like the, like 2006, 2007, I started dropping mixtapes and doing shows all around the city, doing like 150, 200 shows a year. I remember talking to DL on MySpace. Uh, <laughs> top eight? Was he on your top I, eight? <laughs> I remember, I remember, um, Shug, you know, I remember Crumb Snatcher, Seven L, Shug putting me on stuff or get, you know, records with them super, super early on. And um, I was a, you know, huge fan of Gangsta. I still am, obviously. And um, to be working with cats like that, as like back then, you know, younger kid, just like a fan of hip hop. Um, and then I started to establish myself and we're at, you know, 2010 or 2009, I, I went to Europe and uh, I did a show. It was supposed to be me and Crumb. Crumb couldn't go. Uh, mm. I ended up having to fill in, and I made a good impression there. And then they kept on bringing me back. Fast forward till now, and um, mm. yeah, we put out some projects. We won some awards. We did, you mm. know, we worked with some crazy artists, um, mm. legends, and you know, Suge's one of me and Suge. I, I looked at the board yesterday. We have mm. like 15 songs together. I don't know how many are out. You know, nah. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, okay, so let me run you back a little bit. So. You find yourself in high school, you're starting to rap, you know what I'm saying? 
right? And you're white. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> and I think, you're white. So, I didn't know that. I oh, didn't shit. know that. Actually, I see it. No, I didn't see it. Yeah, because he 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 yeah. grew up in East hey. Boston, Revere, Lynn. It's got, it listen. could be confusing. Thank you. Yeah. And a lot of people think I'm Puerto Rican, so I can kind of be because the light skin. If they if they yeah. light skin, yeah. they be like, oh, he Puerto Rican. People be think people think people think I'm Cuban. I mean, it's what it is. My so, listen, name um, is Cuban Pete. Yo, <laughs> on the other side of the coin. So, what I just said. Um, so it's just the way it is. Like, so people want to look at you differently anyway because you're white. Oh, 100%. You see what I'm saying? So was was it was it natural for you? You know what I'm saying? Like, did you find yourself and understand um, that it was, you know, the, the job was to, to make these rhymes that made sense, but also riding the beat and also being accepted um, uh by other rappers, you know what I'm saying? At that time, you know, locally or whatever this yeah. was, you know? That was, that's the, that's the best question because that shit is the realest shit when it's not my culture. It's not, I didn't, right. you know what I'm saying? Like this, this right. shit, I'm, I'm a fan of the culture, but the thing about hip hop is it can connect with everybody. And that's what made it so dope for me is like, man, I love this. I love this so much. My mother played soul and funk records when I was a kid and that right. stuff is what hip hop was sampling from. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like so it right. was just it was records that I that I loved as a kid and I just wanted to um contribute and do, you know, write my music and and have my part in it. And it, it was it was difficult. And I did feel like it was a, a longer path. But then mm -hmm. once you see the work we put in, you see the performance, you hear the records it's undeniable after after a period of time where it's just like he's not going away, you know. Mm -hmm. And and then and then and then the reverse effect happened. Where as I got older, now everybody raps. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you know, like it's it's the opposite. Now it's like you know what I mean? Like it's like yeah. But like like I said, um, it, it was something where I had to I had to show and prove, and it took a long time. And I've gotten better and better over the years just by trying to perfect you know what i did what i do you know well well you're you're um so so being a you know we come from we grew up in that and we had so how was it for um how was it for your parents when they was when you started rapping you know like like was they like what are you doing or 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 michael what are you doing now what is, <laughs> yeah so i mean was, you 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 like you met them and it's like they're just yeah. good people, but they right. always said to me, "You need to have, you gotta do something else. You gotta do something, something else." To fall and, back and, on. and I, I never, I, I mean, I, I did it for, you know, ten years where it was like I was paying my bills, I was, you know, touring Europe, I was doing everything where I didn't have like uh, a real like everyday nine to five committed job, and I was working my ass off. But you know, there's no pension and annuity, and everyone kept on beating that into my head. And it's mm -hmm. like, I never fell into that trap. I still wasn't going to stop because I, I told, I said to myself that I, uh, I knew I could do more. And I'm now I'm making the most I've ever made. Like, and, and, and now I have a job. I mean, with music, I'm saying now it's like something that is, is on my side and, and I'm making more with it than I ever have, you know? Right. It's crazy because you have people on the show. Um, shout out to Sadat X and, um, a couple of others who you know, they they hold like someone has said to him, um, "Yo, you be rapping, you know what you're doing at the hospital?" Because he he does sure call it um something with uh, sterilizing the instruments at the hospital, and um and he did a lot of film from there, a lot of, a lot of online stuff, and shows you know Instagram what have you. But someone said that to him, and he said, "Yo, I still you know." do shows, I still be traveling, yeah. I still, whatever, but I hear I got benefits and I got yeah. this, you know what I'm saying? So, so he, sad. He, he, he broke it down. Go ahead, what was you saying? No, it's, it's sad when you see artists like uh, Craig Mack, or you see artists like Black Rob dying in hospitals and they're like withered away and it's like, there's not, they seem like they don't have much and like that shit to me is wild because it's, it shouldn't be like that. Not that, I, you know, I understand that it's difficult to put that infrastructure in with the healthcare plan, but a lot of artists don't don't have that stability because they're, 
are scared to be like, hey, I can have a job. But people empathize and connect and relate to that more than they'll ever understand. Like I've been on tour in in Switzerland and cats are coming up to me after the show buying, selling over all my vinyls and they're coming up to me saying, yo, I seen that picture of you on the ledge of a building. How do you do that and this? You know, like they respect that because they can relate to it because they have real jobs. So, right, you know, right. Um, you were you were saying mm. like that the you know there's you felt bad for Craig Mack and Black Rob and there is no pension plan in rap and that is true but, but there's also terrible spending habits in rap. You oh, know, for you, sure. You, you feel what I'm saying? Where it's not yep. always you know, it's it's not always the fault of the music. It's the fault of the person. You know what I mean? Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah. For sure. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just meant that those those artists when you when you see a situation where. You got a guy who made that type of money and that lifestyle is being portrayed like throwing it around and doing all this shit. I get it. But like they, they should still also have some type of health care. You know, they yeah, should yeah. still have some uh, type of. You 100%. Know? 100%. Another thing, too, is like another thing, too, is, yeah, there might be terrible spending because you bring people. True. Directly, uh, some people are bring, brought directly off the block. You know what I'm saying? Like, and. and yeah. You don't have no background and on training on what to do with money. You on the block for real. Like when I always tell the story about how we would leave Guru's house and go to the corner, and Biggie would be there uh, on St. James, right? He'd be on the, on the stoop, or you know, we kicking it or whatever. And um, and and like Puffy tells him after a little bit of time, like, listen, I'm gonna hit you with this check because dude wanted to go out of town. Something from what I heard, I saw. Yeah. But he was like, I'm gonna. Hit, I think it's showing the movie. I'm gonna hit you with this check. Boom, boom, you know, and then he tells his mom, and then, you know, now he gets hit with the, the quarter million dollar check. So now, you know, you, he went from that dude sitting out front there, now you got a million dollars. On a lower scale, I I even um, experienced some some money things like that. So therefore, you're, you're in a position now where you weren't taught. Like, and, no. and you have, you know, when, yeah, and but... back when I was uh, getting records and stuff and making deals like back in the day, so you would, right after you signed the record deal, the major record deal, then you was getting a publishing deal too. And all them shits were six figures. You know what I mean? So all of a sudden yeah. you got money and you think this shit is going to keep coming. You know what I mean? And then, man, I tell you. Go ahead, man. He said, I tell you. <laughs> no, that that, oh, that is the- true. But, you know, we, we all came up with, with no money too. So it, I, I do hear like having no, no money then all of a sudden you got a quarter million dollars. But for me... They gave me a quarter million dollars. I put two hundred forty thousand of that in the fucking bank instantly. Yeah, me too. <laughs> what I'm saying, what I'm saying like, what that's I'm, why y'all got that good credit. I'm saying though, <laughs> I'm saying is that is that the DL now thinking that mentally, or is that nineteen year old DL too? Uh, uh, I never had. Yeah, I would say I, I would have been the same then. Me personally, I, I never had crazy spending habits. I never I never ever did that kind of shit. And, and like, and I've had the money. I just never. Have done that, yeah. Mm, so, like, I don't wear any so clothes. I, I don't do. Any, I don't do any of that. I, I never have. Yeah. I think there's a lot of things that play into that. There's your personality. There's uh, what financial guidance have you received as a child? Like my mom was an accountant, but my mother never sat there and talked to me about a budget or you know. I just yeah. knew like when we didn't have, we didn't have, and when we had a little extra, we yeah. had a little extra. Let me tell you, it's poor to rich. This shit happens in the NFL, the NBA. 100%. Shit happens. Motherfuckers were poor as hell and all of a sudden, bang, you got all this money. You know what I mean? How else could somebody go spend $20,000 a night at a strip club? Or how else could somebody like, like that's this. the craziest <clears throat> shit? Shit's wild to me. I see, I see, even if I had a billion dollars, there's still shit I wouldn't do that, that I'd still be like, well, yeah. nah, why, yeah, you, why are you doing that shit, man? Like, why are you the, doing that, man? The average NFL career... Uh, average NFL career is 2.5 years. Not for long. You know what the third year is? The third year is when you're vested and you get a pension. Isn't that crazy? So the third yeah. year is when you I, get the vested. Huh. You know? They know their numbers. I thought, the, I thought the average career was three to five, but you know, you're probably right. But yeah, you, you got to have, <laughs> have those three years, though, to get that, um, get that pension for life. Yeah. You know? For vested. For, for, you know, to be vested. But think about it. 2.5 that really is probably right because these guys are gone. Seventh round pick might not make the team, you know, after the second year. See you later. They don't need them. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I had this dude, man. This dude, 
Ask it happened to him. And so then he was still masquerading as an NFL player. Rest <laughs> in peace, Big Bill. He was big as hell. Big as hell. But he still had motherfuckers thinking he played for the Rams and all types of shit for like a few years. Like, you know, because you know what happens too? There's a damn art, uh, there's a uh, Source Magazine edition from a few years back that had everybody on the cover that was in jail that was a rap, you know, uh, rapper, right? And all of those people, the majority of them, when we get this money, right, and stuff like that, excuse me, when we get that, this money, like when we're, it's, it's a big amount, you know what I'm saying? And when the shit finally runs out and you realize it ain't coming back or you ain't getting no more, these dudes feel like, how can I keep the lifestyle? So instead of like returning and being, if you were normally a hustler, you work, you hustle, you do what you gotta do. They wanna sell drugs, get caught. Gun trade, that's gonna make me 100,000, get caught. And those are all rappers. If there's that addition, you can Google and you can see the whole cover. Because when it was gone, see, see, you have a different kind of, your shit is more blue collar. Whereas yeah. you, you came in hard, like pushing your mixtapes, Doing whatever, you know, I remember they had an article on you a few years back about, you know, selling your mixtape. 15 tape. years ago, when you first yeah, saw like that. 15 yeah. years ago? Yeah. Man, what, paper, what paper was that? Herald? The Herald? I think I got it. Yeah. I, I think I got it right here. Can you see that? Does that show on the camera? Yeah, we can see it. Uh, yep. Yep. I remember that. Because, you know, I remember that when it was uh, talking about how you was, and you were going hard, like, daily. Yeah, man. I was, selling, I was selling my own mixtapes. I was booking my own shows. I was doing everything. And because I felt like, like you said, people might not buy in, you know? And then the more we grew, the more people bought in. Isn't that interesting? You know, like it always works like that. Suge, that's why. The magazine magazine you're talking about, Hip Hop Behind Bars, The Source Magazine. We got Shine, Suge Knight, C Murder, Mm -hmm. Shaim, um, Chi Ali. Sorry, it's really blurry. Steady B, My Son, Mystical, and Pimp C. And there's another guy here, but it's so blurry I can't even read it. But yeah, yeah this it, it's it's a bunch of cats, man. The dude just when the money was gone, so wasn't their mind. Yeah. But uh, so so as we speak now, um, M dot, um, so you you know you've been rapping for quite how long? Would you say would you say you've been rapping now? Man, um, twenty four years, but like where I was doing it at like a legit level where right. like before right. the internet but we were putting out projects right probably right. 20 years 20 years you know yeah so so where you where you you learned it you think that you learned 20 years or, or you learned 24 you know what i mean i learned probably like I've been even, since i was I, 15 I'm yeah saying, that's that, that, like how 15 long. sophomore year yeah. high school but i was learning before that just like studying it and listening to it same as you i'm sure you know what i'm saying right Right. Well, see, yeah. So, so now, um, of course, you go about stuff more business-wise. I mean, you're 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 more than just a rapper. I mean, you're also like a father, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, so is your like? I remember when I would go uh, on on tour a lot more back in the day. Um, I would always be like thinking of my children, right? Yeah. And I I was young, running around, you know, going on tour a lot, and I had the kids. And I would think about getting back to him, you know what I mean? And, and like when people were thinking differently, I was always thinking that. So, like, how do you, like you do you find that you have to balance that too emotionally because you know it's something you do you think about when you're away? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe, maybe you didn't go two months like me, two and a half, but still, even short, short time, and still I was like, damn, I gotta see my kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's another good uh, point. Is um, the good the good part is. Since 2020, I was touring a ton, but a ton for me is like out of the year, out of the whole year, like, you know, like total, I'm saying a month and a half. So like two tours of three weeks, something like that. But um, since 2020, we talked about this, we can talk about it more, but uh, for two years, I had, you know, four tours shut down because of COVID all planned out, you know? And now since then, since 2022, when it reopened, um, I, I've only toured, you know, I've toured, uh, three, three times and one was, uh, a week and a half, you know, another one was three weeks. Um, and the other one was like two weeks, but like when I, you know, in that amount of time, the way I look at it is like, 
I have to be the most productive I've ever been in my life. I have to shoot a video. I have to record a song. I have to do a feature, hit a radio, um, do the show, and then go to the next city because I'm away from my family and that's where I can have the most time to get this stuff done. I need to come away with every penny. I can't be spending money. You know, I'll take the, I'll take, I'll tell the promoter, give me more money and, and I'll, you know, I'll cover, the, pay me more and I'll take a bus instead of taking a plane. It'll, call, it'll be seven hours, but I'll get more money. Give me more money and, and I don't need you you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need a, a fancy hotel. You know, put me here. I, I want to take home the most money humanly possible. And that's what I think about, you know, because that's the mindset where it's not a vacation or a party. I'm not missing shows. I'm not burning bridges. You know, that's why they keep bringing me back. I'm not, you know, what I'm saying like, uh, like flaking on stuff. And I'm exhausted now. As an old, as I'm getting older, this shit is brutal compared to when I first started doing a long travel and performing, you know? I mean, we we we'd be on bus where you know we was having to them, but we'd be on bus twenty hours and shit like that. Wake up in the morning, wake up in the morning, drinking Bacardi and smoking bunch, right? You know, but see, with me, I can't see, do it anymore. I'm a little different. Now it's protein like now. shakes and tea. Yeah, I'm a little different now myself. Whereas what we talk about there, because I'm going to stay in a hotel. I'm going to. Um, fly, you know what I'm saying? And the reason being is because I needed to, I've, I've been doing a long time, but still, I need to say I'm going to make this amount of money. So all that other shit just goes with it, like for me. You know? Of course. I know a lot of guys, you know a lot of guys now too do exactly what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like I know for a fact, I ran this dude, you know when you get the Euro Pass? Sign Marshall, right? Yeah, yeah, I ran it for more than one guy. Like, <laughs> like we, we don't Euro Pass, people like, Catching that train, then they get in a bus, then they get some. They going like like they home. I'm like, wow, but more power to them. You know, I ain't, I ain't not. No, I I love it. I love it because as I've grown, I've gotten more and more and more. They, you know, they they're paying more, and they, they, I'm saying like that. I do want the hotel, and I do want the plane. But if they're gonna pay me more because I don't have, I you were doing it when you were in the industry. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I didn't have that uh, where I, I was. Yo. I, but I'm saying I still do it like that, same way. No, I meant I meant like you were doing it like you started like that. That's I, yeah. I wish, right. you know. See when like, I do right. when I do it up like that. When I do it, I, I'll I'll take the flight even if it's if it's less money. I'll take the flight over a bus any day. I'm just gonna charge double when I land for a video. <laughs> I mean, I'm just not. I'm just like, I mean, it's understandable because even the first time he brought me on tour. And they didn't tell me, right, that what the situation was. And then one night I found out, like, we were staying over somebody's house. We were actually staying over the promoter's house. And I was like, yo. Bro. What part? I said, what part is this? Didn't, so, Manu, didn't Manu drive you guys around? Illegal? Yeah, <laughs> we all had to do get him, too. So that was the other part. But I'm talking about later I, on in life, I was yeah. going on tours. And then this one time we ended up being at at, at the promoter's crib. I'm like, yo, so where we going to the hotel? Oh, we gonna stay <laughs> for the night, and then we gonna go. I said, yo, because that wasn't it wasn't being uh, uh, like spoiled or nothing. It just wasn't it wasn't my criteria. That wasn't what I was gonna be doing. You know what I mean? Sure. So, I, uh, I mean, I, I did. I was like, they offered me. I lived, ahead, in I lived in California one time, and I'm not gonna mention any names, but a rapper came to my city. And he asked me straight up, like you're saying, he was like, yo, the promoter didn't get us a hotel. Can I crash at your crib? And I was like, oh, um, hmm, I mean, I guess. And he goes, oh, there's like 12 of us. <laughs> I'm like, nah, I can't do it, bro. The way, the way it was for me was the fact that dude, like, like the, the dude who put the tour up, he knew that, though. But he ain't tell me because you tell me that up front, I'm gonna tell you now. Yeah. No way. So, so, yeah, so, so he went and he was like, yo, they're paying you, they're paying us so and so for this. I said, yo, that still. You know what I mean? And, and I, I I you know, I, I um stuck it out for the night. Plus I knew the promoter, so I was like, all right, cool, but I I, I know I'll never do that again. Yeah, in my you can't life. get you can't that get a good night's sleep like sleeping somewhere like that. Like you're you're gonna be sleeping with one eye open all night long, you know what I'm saying? Yo, 
first of all, now we was cool because you know the people around <laughs> me were cool, but it was bunk beds and shit. First of all, like this woman, a, a grown ass promoter, you got bunk beds in there, so I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> you know? They're used to doing this, we, so they're like, hey, we should invest in bunk beds and we can rip twice as yeah. many rappers off. Word. That was, that was Airbnb before Airbnb. You feel me? That's the surprise so, uh, Airbnb. Oh, Y'all got any questions? Um, yeah, like I noticed that you, uh, you do you travel with a video guy? Because I see, I see when, when you drop videos, they're always in like random ass places. Yeah. So what I was gonna say is, um, a lot of it, like especially with that, is when I go through the town and, and I do the show, I coordinate ahead of time with like somebody there to like if they want to do a feature, oh, okay. and I'll meet their I'll meet their director. And I'll say to him, yo, shoot something for me off of my record. Yeah, That's yeah. a fact. That's how we have all these videos. And they're excited to shoot it. Yeah, so yeah. I'm getting a, a, vid- a video off the, sh- and they're like so excited about it. And then, you know, I'm helping them edit it and stuff. And it's just like, I, I look at that as like the best system in the world where I can shoot a video in Switzerland, in Austria. You know, we That's have five dope. videos that we shot their last tour. Yeah. And I'm getting them off of like them giving me a video just because, you know, I tell them ahead of time, I want this, I want that, you know, what's the most feasible, you know? And even mm-hmm. with the with the hotels, I, I stay at a hotel or, or I take a bus. I just, I'm saying to them, yo, I'm, I, I want, you know, more. I, I can, you know, I can work, manage around the other stuff if I can get more money because mentioning the kids stuff, I, that's my priority is bringing home money, more money to them, you know, no, especially, especially me as an independent, you know what I mean? I felt I feel the same way, you know. So I uh, let it be known. I always brought home. The oh, most. I know you do, man. Oh, Come no, on, but hold on. That's what I'm saying. Me. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't. It wasn't just like just the shows. I'm just gonna leave it at that. But I'm just. Oh. You know, <laughs> I maximize for real. So I understand that. Little you know. Trust me. Ooh. So I'm saying. Sugar was known for the. As I'm, all I'm, of us are entrepreneurs, it was that entrepreneurial that, spirit. That was my mind. That was my mindset. Then too, the same as you, just for some, you know, more shit. We could cut. We could. We could cut this story if you want. But what I heard about Sugar on tour was little things that made me laugh. Were like he'd show up early to the venue and take the rider liquor out of out of the dressing room, and then and then go to the promoter and be like, "Hey, man, there's no liquor in the dressing room." (laughs) Well, but not. You can keep keep that in there. you can keep that in it, but but that's not that's not accurate. Oh, um, because I was I was uh, <laughs> the demander. So what I'm saying, if there was one in there, I'm gonna tell them. Yeah, we need five more. Okay. That's what I yeah was, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I was not like I was never doing that. Now trust me, some of the big expensive ones, I, I would pack them and, and take them back to, to the states. <laughs> but that, <laughs> but that's, that, that's the hustler. That's the hustler that we are. So similar. Dude, so similar. So similar. I'll leave. I'm, you gotta leave with food. You leave with everything. Yeah. You know. Yeah, see, you're right or you I mean, it. one thing that I thought you was gonna say. One thing I thought you were gonna say, DL, because I did go to the venue early, but I used to go to the venue early because I would get um backstage passes, all excess, a bunch of them, and um uh, uh other passes, you know, VIPs and shit, because all of our shows were sold out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So all our shits were sold out. So I'm getting, you know, I'm gonna get you in. Yeah. yeah. Like so I that was part of so think of how much money that Every was. Day yeah, I'm yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. just one thing. So I'm just saying, you know. Well I, just think just look at how much people pay for a meet and greet. You're getting the a backstage pass is, is better than that. So you know, if, you know couldn't get in. We were sold out. So it was yeah, always yeah. an easy thing. Yo, listen, I got I'll get all y'all in. And then for some reason the bouncers they were big like me, so they thought I was one of them. So I don't care. Yo, it was universal word worldwide. They couldn't even speak English, and I'd be like, look, straight up no English really that much, but they knew when I was saying, look, I'm gonna come back here with people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when we gonna let them in here. You 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 good, whatever? I swear, every time. Then I break them off, whatever the money was, Dutch Michael, whatever the shit was, Dutch punks, and them motherfuckers was good. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, but, um, so D, uh, um, M. I'm sorry, man. Sometimes, man, we talk about stuff, you know. Um, one thing <laughs> I know, about. 
one thing I know about you that some don't know and that I didn't know it, uh, first and foremost is that once upon a time you were a uh, division three college basketball. <laughs> okay. White men can Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a long time ago. But yeah, I played I played Paul. And I, and that shit, that's where Sugar, a lot of the hip hop stuff connected with me. When I was playing basketball in the park, when I was playing at, you know, Washington Park in Roxbury, you know what I'm saying? Like and that shit there's an element obviously that hip hop is woven tight knit with right. basketball. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that was a huge part for me. You it's know? crazy because I had two people in my life that said they played basketball, right? Before, you know? And I was like, yo, this probably ain't played no basketball, right? <laughs> like both both people. So one was you and one was this other dude named Ralph. And each dude, like I seen over, I went to your crib, so I seen write-ups and different shit you had. Plus you had the videos of playing ball, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. That's how I seen it. Now him, he's about four hundred pounds now, six five something. So when he told me it was, more, I was like, he telling me and my son, yo, I was ridiculous. I'm dunking, windmilling, every. Damn, we see a video of him. It's amazing, yeah. right? Hey, you know, <laughs> I asked him, he said yo, it's amazing what you used to be able four, to do. <laughs> yo, he's about four something now. You know what I asked him? though? I couldn't think of anything else to ask him but like, yo, you miss being up there? Like I really. <laughs> Dude, right, because I mean, he was a high riser, he was and like now he's like four something. Like, you know what I mean? It's crazy, man. But I'm, are you, are you a big fan? Are you a big fan of basketball? I, I'm a, I, not as much as I used to be, um, because I don't like the game as much. Like, I don't like the flopping. I don't like the all threes. I watched the Celtics game yesterday. And it was all three pointers. Just meaning, right. I like that grinded out basketball from the '90s. And um, right. and it's not that it's not that I can't adjust to it. I just I don't appreciate it till the playoffs. I think 82 games is a lot when you have right. teams that there's no, like an eight seed is not going to win the chip. It's just not happening. There's going to be a right. one, a two, maybe a three, but that's it. Actually, it doesn't even happen like that. It's usually the same two or three, four teams that are in the top four. Um, but I like football. That's number one for me. Like you, that NFL man. That that's what I I love. That's the only sport where I watch every game. You know? So is there a reason why when you was coming up that you uh you, didn't, you played football, you played basketball instead? I, I played football until sophomore year, and then the coach, the basketball coach was like, we don't want you, we want you playing just basketball. They made me captain, and they wanted me to play just basketball. I was I was pretty good then, and they were like, we don't want you getting fucked up because I was I'm not I wasn't big, you know. So yeah. I was a I'm five ten, you know, like mm. so it wasn't. Um, yeah, they want. They just were like, "Yo, we want you playing basketball." I, and then I went and played in college. Listen, I, I miss that shit. You know, I just I know if I play now, I might get fucked up, get injured, and shit. I can't have that. You know, right? Well, you know, now that's crazy. Like it's like I mean, I always played in the man's league up to a few years back. Calvin right? Boulevard. I played in that shit too. You yeah, know? you keep on. First of all, it's kind of crazy because some of these men's league because they keep stats and all that shit, and you be really seeing dudes. Trying to like yo, I average twenty. I'm like yo, come on, man. I, yeah, I'm just out here trying to play ball. You know what I mean? I, get my party. You know what I mean? Dude's, dude's I get caught get up in that too. Cardio. I get caught up in that too in the men's leagues. That's why I can't play because I'm gonna get fucked up. But I'm gonna, I'm trying to get my stats up, and that's so stupid because what the, what's the point of that at this yo, age? They got Ego and honor. Do you? Yo, we, we have certain leagues that'll be like. Yo, I'm gonna get the MVP this shit. <laughs> like, See what I'm saying? But it's just it's it's a competition. It's in you. It is, com it is competitive it's, though. The competitive part is dope though. I miss that. You know what I mean? But that part, that part is something. Listen, that part is something that I think that helped with the hip hop more than anything. Is like mm -hmm. shit. This door is locked. I'm gonna go to this door. You said it to me. You said right. it to me from day one, and you've always said it that I outworked uh, most of the people around me to get yeah, to I where I was at. A lot of work. I tell people that, but but you know, like a lot of people that come on this show, there's always some history, and and with us, it's quite a bit of history. But I'm gonna also tell people that there's two things that I experienced with M. Oh, I know you're gonna do. I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> that I never, I never experienced. Here we go. Ever. I was trying. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be good. So it was, number it one was 16 was, years ago. Yo, number one was so I go in the studio, right, and I'm like, yo. <laughs> 
I only hear this in one one headphone. He was like, cool though. It comes out right. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I said, yo, I never did this. I don't know. Nah, for real. If you keep doing it, you're not even really going to notice it. <laughs> so I, I'm like, yo. So I'm, I'm, I did it. I did it. Then I was like, okay, well, we got past it. So maybe nothing, something like this will never happen again. And then we go to shoot a, we go to shoot a video. DL, you were, you was that's well, not I'm, me on the video. That's not me. All right, well, well, well I, we we're on a song together. It's a dope song. I like it. But the video, we get to the video. Video I'm, came I'm used, to, I'm used to a big boombox or, or or some system. Hearing it, you know, hearing it good. Yo, my the dude man, had it on the phone. My <laughs> man M Dot was like, "Yo, here." Just hold the phone out. Oh, like, yeah. <clears throat> that's, no, that, that's me. At least pull the car up. I'm trying to sell yo. it. Oh, yeah, it's going to work. Doug, <laughs> this wasn't D&D Studios. This was DOT Studios. <laughs> yo, but listen. Yo, it yo, it didn't even have to be. It was just the fact that. No, I know. Dude said, hold this phone. And I was like, to do what? Right? <laughs> we were doing like, push-ups like, during that video. Hey, yeah. yo, them dudes that push up balls and everything, get the chest amped up for the bed. But, yeah. But, but like, I was yo, the one. We had, we had, we had, uh, we had weights, not push up balls. That's, that's what oh, you were well, saying well, to me. Well, here's one. Here's one, DL. So when you just said it. So I was the one that said, listen, I'm going to pull the truck around the corner. You know what I'm saying? And then we're going to blast that. Blast so the music. Pull the truck around, blast it out. It was dope over there, too, because like it was kind of like a, a Hispanic area. But kids, kids were just riding through the shit. Kids were just riding through the shit on school. That was dope. Like the video was authentic because people coming out the bodega like shopping, and it was that all was in the a fire video. video. It was yeah, it was just it what was, was it, it was real. Huh? Heavy, heavy, heavy right? Yeah. Yes. We had players. Yep. I ended up even buying some food from there. Some um, some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we wanted them. Shit, East Boston neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying, uh, Tanya. Like it was one of them joints. I feel you. With, it was a bodega for sure. On the joint with the plantains and the chicken, all that. I said, "Yo, yeah, I got." It. Yeah, so they got, but then they got like a full oh, restaurant going on. I got you. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so listen, man. Damn, man, it's 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 really not a whole bunch. Um, um, maybe Tanya, you want to ask him something too? Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wanted Maybe to know like, what was a fan moment or like a moment where you felt like, okay, like I, I made it. Like, this is exactly what I wanted to be doing. This is exactly what I wanted to get out of it. I told, I told Shug, I mean, every, I mean, working with, you know, working with Shug, you know, how 15, 16 years ago, like working with, you know, just being able to go to Europe and stuff and, but probably the recent one because they keep getting it keeps getting better keeps having many i'm still excited about it you know and what's the, i find new excitements like producing and producing and shit. that's exciting because rapping after 20 years it's like not that it gets boring i just meant like i want to do, do more stuff you know and uh a big one that i just talked to sugar about was yo dl i didn't i don't know if i took are you i don't even know if you heard it uh primo cut my vocals on the logic song on logic's uh, song vinyl days on his yeah, album, yeah, yeah. I didn't like know seconds. that, yeah, yeah, for 40 seconds. Wild that's wild. That's on Def Jam, too, isn't it? Yeah, Universal. Oh, it's on you Universal know? or Def Jam, whatever. Def Jam Universal, I don't know. That's you cool. know, that's dope, man. That's dope. That's fine. It, it's just that's crazy, it, yeah. And what we live in, what we live in right now, so people will know you because what everybody wants to do is oh, find out what this sample is, find out where this vocal is from. Ooh. That's what we live in, so and you know, and this, yeah, and the song is. It, it's sampled from a song I did with Pete Rock, who I who I met when I was on tour in Switzerland, and that's fire, man. Just just really dope shit, man. Those are dudes. Those aren't like every you know everyday you know people like so like you know just even working with Pete was was really cool. He didn't give you mad uh, shit for being. He didn't give you mad shit for being white, Pete Rock. No, no, he was he posted me on his page when we were in Switzerland. Nice. And <laughs> he didn't call you. He just he didn't call you a couple of times. The change nah, song, La Sonada del Peligro. He's throwing, he's throwing the soul stroll. I mean, yeah. the soul troll. He's, but I mean, he's throwing rocks. Thing, I know he's cool with you, you know, but at the same time, so listen. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Listen. <laughs> what? Dot, 
we got to put you on the spot. We got you got to tell us your ten favorite MCs who rock. Mm. Ever, ever, your favorite. You can it could be it forever. Or it could be right now. It could be ten chickens that rap. It may be eight cows. It could even be that rappers that don't even exist yet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I, you know, right ten. off rip, ten right off good, rip, yeah. you know, Pac's yeah. gotta be Pac's gotta be, you know, in there for okay. sure. I know, DL. I'm blown away that you're not like a huge Pac fan. I see it on a. Uh, um, um, I don't think he sucks. I just, I just never was a fan. I never once in my entire <laughs> life, when when Tupac was alive, heard one person say Tupac's my favorite rapper. I yeah, nev- but I he, never heard he, anyone he, say that. He, he, he. For me, I feel like I feel like he he connected with people more than rap that I've ever seen. You know what I mean? Like even like there's rappers who are dead that don't connect with people like that. You know what I'm saying? Like so, I don't think it's just because he died. I don't. I think that his well, music, it, it had so much pain in it. You know, and I, mean, I, 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 I don't well, think he sucks. I, 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 not, that's not my. That wasn't my thing. I just, no, I just, I just meant that. I, just I think, look at him like that. Yeah, yeah. But I think Biggie's an amazing rapper. Maybe even a better rapper. But I think Tupac's like. There's so many songs where I just felt the records, every word. You know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah, I just felt I like. And here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like before you carry on. Is, so with me, I was real cool with him. Tupac, I was really cool. Like, I know you told me about this shit. And then, but then, there used to be the part two that I would see that. That was commercial, like even with him, behavior wise. It was like you could see stuff really wasn't like that. And I then that part used to have me like, yo. He was selling records. He became that character from Juice. Right. He yeah, right. Yeah, that yeah. character. Like, exactly. Are you Thug Life with machine gun bullets on your stomach or are you making Will Smith dance videos? But, but, he, but he ended but. up being that. He ended up being that, sadly. You know, you what's that shit? Living the reality. I don't think he ended up being but, that. I think he ended up being around that. And, and that—that's yeah. my personal. Opinion. No, I mean he shot. He shot at two cops in Atlanta. Like that's pretty fucking crazy. He man. morphed. You know? He morphed himself into that. Even beating. That's up what I'm saying. And by twenty-five, but anyone? No, but listen. By twenty-five, by twenty-five, he did all that stuff. That's crazy. Me like doing that much stuff by twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pac, uh, Big Pun. Oh, nice. Love Big Pun. That's a huge influence for me. Uh, cool G rap, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Crazy getting to do a record with him. Yeah. Um, shit, man, this just it's just too too AZ. I put AZ oh, up there. Wow, that was first. Mm-hmm. That's the first. first time on the list. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 really how can you leave out Nas? Obviously Biggie, you know. Um, four more. Let's go. Four more. Let's go. Four about four more. <laughs> shit, man. Uh, I like. I gotta put Eminem there as far as his early stuff. I I right. really rocked with his like last. I don't even know his 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 voice transformation over the last ten years. I haven't loved as much, but his artistry and his skill set definitely puts him up there for me. You know, um, what I got three left. Yep. Shit, yeah. man. Redman, Redman. That's nice. my no- Redman's my number one. Redman's my number one. Hell yeah. You know. Friend of the show. Um, <clears throat> shit. Two oh, left. Us. Friend of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn, that's yeah. tough, man. To hold on to it, dog. <laughs> that that ever is is difficult, dog. I mean, Guru's up there, you know. Mm-hmm. Just give us one more, man. We'll let you go. No, my. <laughs> you have. I think Feral Monch. Monch too. I like Feral Monch. Too. That, that's first too, but you don't. I think you don't. That's oh, ten. Yeah. That's ten right there. Bro. I got a quick, Yo, I got a quick question before you go. What what ahead. what's your favorite collab you've ever done? Like that you're most excited about? Because I know you collab um, with a lot of people too. So. That, the you know the Cool G Rap one was was super dope because uh, Mighty Vic is my homie. He he produced Boomerang for Pun, and he's like my actual friend. He, he's a, a good guy. You know what I mean? He's not. He's not like industry act, you know, like obviously plenty of guys are like that where they don't, you know, change when they get success, but he's always been good to me. And he kind of facilitated all that. Like, and then he got Eddie Sancho to mix it. And then it was on Rock the Bells for like four months, like on their daytime rotation. I don't know how it snuck on there because we sent it out to DJs. So that one really hit for me, uh, especially since I think Kooji Rap is all of my heroes, hero. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like all the generation that I love, they looked up to Coogee yeah. Rap. That, that's a good point because um, I think Coogee Rap is is great too. You know, he changed how people put words together over a beat. Correct. But I feel like a lot of people do say what you just said. Oh, he's the he's one of the greatest because 
the rapper that they actually think is the greatest. Correct. Sa said yeah. that he is the greatest. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like yeah. Biggie, Biggie, Nas, what's up? You know, they all look at Big Pun. I, at least I remember yeah. Big Pun. Pun looks at Kooji Rapid. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Uh, oh man, I, Black Thought, Black Thought. If I have a bonus, he he'd be up there too for my my top yeah. ten. You know? wow. Here's another thing too. Um, so, a lot of people read resonate. With like not just rapping but gangsterism too, just the, the the gangsterism, and that's really how he was spitting. Like he was spitting shit like that. He wasn't spitting, you know. He was spitting crime shit stories, you know, guns, gunplay, hustling, and with the syllables and flow. Yeah, you know. So, but that was his topics. You know what I mean? The way he spit, and so in his flow. So that was his his of his own. But um, you know, respect that. We respect that. Um, um we um. Respect that list, man. Shit, you know, and, and basically, like, also, I like the fact that um, one thing about um, M. Dive, if people don't know, there's been several times after I met him that he he reached out to me, telling me like, you know, someone wanted to do this or we collaborate. Yeah. She's and, and over here from Europe, somewhere in Europe, a different shit, and which was dope because like that that's networking. But it was always fly is something that's still banging basically today, like you know what I mean. So, um, and I appreciate that too. But that's a spread, like of hip hop, you know what I mean, and the way you know the, the way things are, you know. Um, like today, are you listening to any of the new hip hop, so to speak, or are you kind of still in your lane of listening? Or I, I, I no, I I don't listen to um, a ton of hip hop. Um, meaning like. I, I listen to like uh, you know a lot of I, I got my records here. I listen to like a lot of like old records now, especially when I'm producing. Um, but for the new hip hop, you know who I've been fucking with is uh, the kid who died. I really, really think that uh, kid XXX uh, was yeah, really talented, XXX. man. And that yeah. shit, he did horrible stuff, and like I get it, you know. And that's but his artistry, I thought he was super talented, and what a what a terrible, sad dude, twenty years old. And he was the number one on the charts with the entire industry. You know, all the blogs. I remember blackballing him because of he, you know, his incident, which I don't co-sign. He had a domestic incident, and like he, his music was really good. And he wasn't just a rapper. That's what I like too, you know. And dead, mm. dead at twenty. Here's the troll question. Mm. Here's the troll question. Did you like him before he died? <laughs> uh, I had, I had. <laughs> now it's still fucking heard. <laughs> I had heard one song, and I thought that. It was unbelievable how he had an entire crowd, like you know, eighty thousand people. It was at a festival, well, I, just moving. I will say his gen his generation uh, um, definitely compared him to Tupac before he even passed away. So he was. That's what I'm saying. He was that. He was that for that those younger kids. Like that's if, that if, brother. If any any, it's in him. You could see it. It yeah. was like a, 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 a there was a pain and darkness, uh, uh, like in his. Like he had emotional issues that you could just feel, and um, he uh, and I saw the documentary recently, and I was blown away how quick his life was. Quick, yeah. And then he comes out of jail, and then Drake took one of his styles and literally spit yeah. the whole style on the song, mm. and mm. it's just crazy because the kid had he. That's always fascinating when an artist can, um, move that many people. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like so that I always find that with. With it just being the seemingly themselves, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. It's like, it's like Rick, like Rick James. So with Rick yeah. James, yeah. on another level, he was in prison, and and Hammer put out "Can't Touch This" and that shit blew, and Rick James ended up winning seven million dollars. Like, oh shit, you know, and that. So when he got, but when he got out, you know, he got high right away. And so before you know it, he was gone. But I'm just saying, it's crazy how one moment at the top of the world, and the next moment. But anyway, man, listen, it's um, it's been great, you know, chopping it up with you, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm glad you could come through. I'm sure, um, you know, there's some other, some you other guy, you guys probably want to ask, but I just want to say we appreciate you coming through. You know? You're, you're my brother, man, and DL. You know, you're my man. We got to, you know, I, I'm I'm excited uh, for like, you know, what we got coming, and I'm excited someday, DL. We got to shoot something. Um, it's been, you know. Yeah, you gotta, I, do, you I gotta always, do that verse for Hectic that he been waiting on for two yeah, years. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do and that. Then come by. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, and it's a, it's a, um, it's a pleasure, guys. I, I, 
it's great timing. We got the album dropping, you know, uh, Eagle and the Enemy 2 with an Eric Sermon, the single we just put out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw that. Yeah. It's, it's a major look for us, man. Like, you know, Pete Rock, obviously, and Black Milk, Ill Mind. The, uh, the timing. Some heavy production. The timing of the Conway um, feature was good, too. I don't know how long you had that song in the in the chamber, but. So let me tell before I go, one thing I'll tell you on this is some real shit. Just like I say everything. No embarrassment. Like that was uh, the producer's song that he got from Watts. Um, he got it from Conway before he blew up. Yeah, okay. He got it like, you know, and I was like, hold on to this record. And it was yeah. a dude I did a feature with in Germany while I was out there. And I was like, hold on to this record. He's gonna pop. And then when he when he took off, I was like, let's let's put this shit this shit out. He featured me on it, and he got Conway like for like. You know, on on the low before Conway was, with, yeah, yeah. and then I added. Bro, a, a, fr- a friend of mine, a friend of this, this was a long time ago. A friend of mine gave Conway three hundred bucks for a verse. You got for it. A friend of mine gave Conway fifteen hundred for a verse, and then it was, it was, it was, uh, those numbers were gone. Those numbers were. gone. I'm sure because like. <laughs> then he was on Eminem label. Yeah, and yeah, we like, put out that record, and I added, I added my homie Nutso on it from Queens, and. Yeah, man, that was a good, that was a good timing record. One hundred percent right, man. That was that was big for us. Yeah. But yo, I appreciate y'all. We got a lot yeah. to do. Right. Thank you for coming through, man. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Well, speaking of yeah. your projects, let us know what are your right. socials so people can find out more about what you're doing. Uh, at MDOT Boston, and like I said, Eagle and the Enemy Two uh, drops um, April twenty first, and it's on Bandcamp. We have the vinyl, and it's. It's a, I talked to the Boston Globe. They're gonna run a piece, and uh, it's it's a big look for us. This this project. It's it's been. A, I still believe in like putting together a, an album. I know Shug does the same thing where you, you take time with the album, and and I know DL you're the same way too because we've been talking about the feature yeah. uh, for a minute. And I'm excited to do it, and uh, it's just something that like I think that I want to pump out a ton of music. I just wanted to craft this album, you know, and take my time with getting it right, yeah. you know. Didn't you, but just, check it out. didn't you just send me a cameo for a video? Yeah, yeah. You sent me a cameo for a video yes, for your yes, homie. Yes, yeah, my homie's video. Yeah, uh, yeah just that video's done. So that'll, that'll be coming out too. Well, on, on 420, sure. yeah. My man, appreciate you, man. You know what I'm saying? My the, brother. Uh, episode 64. You know, keep rising, keep glowing. Hell yeah. And um, peace, peace. You know what I mean? Peace, peace man. Thank, Thank you so you. much. That was awesome. Hell yeah. Yo, all right, that was cool, man. Shout out to M Dot. Um, I've never worked with M Dot, uh, but Suge said that he did 15 songs with them. That's what they said on here. I think he was on set of one of your videos that I did, Suge, but I never worked with him on anything. Could have, could have been possibly. You know what I mean? So you know, sad news. We'll start with some sad news. You know, everybody. You know, we're all Coolio fans, and they finally revealed his cause of death, and he overdosed on fentanyl, heroin, and methamphetamine. At the same time, so it's just it's crazy. It's crazy, like how, you know, it's, it's so crazy because I had so many people pass, so many people pass, um, you know, behind those drugs, like you know, dude, that's some hardcore and, drug doing right there. All three of those at one time, like, even in the industry, you know, you got people, man, you know, with the syrup thing, but yeah. also with the heroin mm. and different shit like that. So it's very sad because, like, you know, um. People are beloved and all that anyway because of what we see, you know, as artists or entertainers and, yeah. and people embrace, you know, um, some people can't let go of their trademarks as we, as we know his hairdo was getting smaller and smaller, <laughs> but he still tried to keep it as long as he could. God he just had antennas. Danger zone. He just had antennas left. He had like two left. <laughs> you, you know, rest in peace, man. But damn, um, you know, my heart goes out to his family and, yeah. and fans. You know, like. I liked him personally because we personally hung out. We personally built like quite a few times, you know. And so, d- dude, it hadn't been a lot of years, but I mean, you know, the days when we were always all torn, a lot of conversation, a lot of hanging out, man. Yeah. But um, I always thought he was good. It's, as we know, like we got our man Slain, who has the recovery center and works with recovering addicts, who's also one himself. You know, and for anybody, man, you know, watching the, uh, the show and listening and stuff like that. Um, if you feel that you have a problem or you have, you know, need some help or you just want to talk to someone about it, you know, hit us up. We'll have a number here for you. Get in touch with, you know, slain or, or recovery. Because yeah. it's not a joke, man. It's killing people every day, man. Yeah. No matter how great 
basketball, I'm a, a great, poor, rich, whatever. You know, it's catching everybody. So uh, rest speak, in peace, Coolio. Speaking of slain, he has a movie out right now called One Day as a Lion. It is, you can see it on Amazon Prime. Got a huge cast. J.K. Simmons is in it, and that's pretty crazy. So go check that mm. out, man. Shout out to Slane. Yeah, we always support. Um, Shout out the next is Missy Elliott, who I've always been a fan of Missy Elliott. I love me, Missy Elliott. I, I like Missy Elliott. Timberland says that she has a new album coming out with a Latin feel. So I didn't mm. I didn't tell you that. Um, I just wanted to let you know. Highly <laughs> invested. Because she's already been uh, featured on some songs. So I know she's coming out. And she's coming out with a bang. And I can't wait. Because I love me some Missy. Is Nelly mm. Furtado con- considered... I know she's Portuguese. But is that considered Latin music by any chance? Yes. 100%. Because she... Timberland produced like all her music, Nelly Furtado, when she first yeah, came out. Yeah, but it could be somebody new. You know, Missy is very talented. Well, Have you ever met also, Missy, Big Sugar? Yes. It also, because uh, Missy also, uh, besides being a singer, she's also a producer. So right. her and her, they rock their little thing. Like she, she really knows music, vocally and musically. So, you know, so we'll be look, we'll be on our look, uh, look out for that. Um, um, also, that was. It came out uh, this t- this week uh, that Snoop Dogg wasn't a fan of the song "Hit 'Em Up." Speaking Tupac, oh yeah, um, because he was obviously uh, too Snoop Dogg was you know cool with with everybody, Biggie, um, you know Puff Daddy, all everybody. He was friends with all them, and as as people might know, it's chronicled that Death Row and those cats over there didn't like Snoop taking that position you know what i mean yeah, like because right. it was that he, he was like i'm switzerland i'm cool with everybody well he right. no i don't know about th- that he was cool with everybody because at, at, at the source awards was probably his breaking point because when they won best albums snoop dogg uh, uh walked onto the stage to booze and that's the that's the famous right. quote all oh, the east coast ain't got no love for snoop dogg and dr dre right. well let right. it be known then we know who we are yeah well <laughs> he, that came to break he point, was cool but. but he was cool but still i i know <clears throat> he was cool with um, with 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 Big and them dude and Puff and all them dudes. Like he was cool with them during yeah. the heat of that. I was the fans basically with him that period, but that's what he said. I mean, just even in a movie, like I didn't want to be <clears throat> East Coast, West West Coast. But needs to say, as we know, that song was a big diss song, and he didn't like it. You know what I'm saying? He just let it be known. You know that yeah. song. Um. <clears throat> Speaking of uh, hip hop, since we're here right now, did you hear all the um, watch this hip hop slang? Did you hear all that hubbub about the, about the Jay Z uh, AI verse, the the artificially made Jay Z verse that was floating around the industry? No, uh, I didn't. I didn't. So, um, didn't young, young Guru, you you know him him right? Young Guru. Yeah, yeah. Uh, young yeah. Guru uh, did an interview, and he he was just talking about how you know how dangerous this is because. It is dangerous because if I was, I don't think you could pull it off with Jay Z, because he's so famous. But a Big Sug, oh, I could get you, I could get you Big Sug verse for this much money, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and they can just create it with a computer, and they could type out, oh, I want him to say this, and then the the, the AI back up a little bit, Big Sug, can't see you. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the AI will um, create the verse. They'll find your voice, your voice pattern, your. Cadence, cadence and they can create it and that's fucking crazy to me man computers always that's like dangerous that's like cloning shit. that's like some clone shit you know what i mean yeah like they're doing that with everything now now they're doing rap verses clone them it's crazy or the, or the voice you know <clears throat> i mean they want to everything uh, <clears throat> excuse me they want to replace you know what i mean yeah. even when uh as low as when you go into supermarkets and they got registers you can check out, which eliminates yep. cashiers. It's just it's all from music to whatever. They try to eliminate uh, the human being, so to speak, in the business world or music world or whatever. But so so it's, such is life. Man. That's, that's check we, out in the rap lane. <laughs> right. Oh, <yeah. clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the got last thing I had was Quavo's uh, Quavo's coming out with a solo album. I'm not saying I'm excited for it or not, but. That's a, a tragedy to the hip hop game, man. How how long would have Migos went as a list major label rappers? How long, like you know, th- th- we got robbed of something? Uh, a possible twenty year run for a group is right. crazy. You're like, if any music, right? Even like Kiss and right. all these old bands, like they hate each other. 
You well, know what I'm saying? it's like, like they go through some stuff was, and then they come back and like. He, he was the one though. He he was the one that they um they said was the best one, so to speak. It's almost like well, he made the best hooks. Like, huh? He, I think Quavo makes the best hooks, like uh, of the group. No, no, that's what you're thinking. Like I'm just saying, like yeah. on, a, on a fan, they would say he was the best rapper out of them. That's what people are saying. I don't. You're saying yeah, you're saying Quavo yeah. or Takeoff? Quavo. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd say that's that's true for sure. That, that you know, and what I'm saying, what I'm saying is. So he'll probably still have a successful career, but that's equivalent to a group, the Locks, and Jada just putting out records. Yeah, you know what I mean. You, you'll be like, oh, they're not a group no more, but damn, this dude is fire. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, uh, hell yeah. Somebody just said that's you know. How it goes. So, but yeah, yeah, man, yo, yo, shout out to Quavo. Keep it moving. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you know, we'll check out the project. You know. All right. Um, you got anything else? I mean, nah, because you know I, I was bouncing off you this week. Yeah, yeah. Pause. I'm just waiting. <laughs> I'm just waiting. Yeah. What is bouncing pause? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah. all right then. You know, we had M Dot. He came through and uh, let us know about right. his history. But now it's that time of the week where you guys hit that like button. But it's also the best part of the week because it's stupid as hell. Oh, bam, hold, bam, bam, up. Bam. oh. hold up. One thing before stupid hold as hell. I, w- I wanted to give a shout out to the Boston Bruins. For breaking the record for the most wins ever in the history of the NHL. Okay. Um, they've actually surpassed it now. But I think the record was 62, which they tied. Then last week they passed it with getting 63, and now they're at 64. They're almost um, at as many episodes as we are. Yeah. And and, and Pasternak, shout out to him because he has 60 goals. The last wow. 60 goal for, uh, for the Bruins was... Um, I want to say Phil Esposito, and that was in the 70s. You know what I mean? Yeah. So these records have been like old records. That record was, uh, them with that win total record, that was on, only matched to the, the Montreal Canadian teams. They had the greatest players on them teams back then. And, and that haven't been done all these damn years until yeah. these guys. So yeah, shout cool. out to them. Now, it doesn't matter if we don't finish the deal. So now you got to go and win the uh, Stanley Cup. They do that, it is, it's the cherry on top. Well, it, yeah, it, it, it still matters, but at the end of the day, it's going to be a record that's going to have to be broken, so that record will always matter. There'll always be a team. Right. We got to win 61 games because the 2023 ball, you know what I'm saying? But I hear what you're saying. Like pro- You got you to gotta go win the whole thing or, or no right. one's, no one's going to remember it until it's a fact that's brought up on a random hockey games like every once in a while. Yeah. Like the Patriots when they went undefeated and lost the Super Bowl, then it's all trash. Oh, who they you know, say, who who'd they lose to? I to the Giants. Oh, the Giants. <laughs> yeah, you know, but that's you know, how, how many Super Bowls they went to. Hey, it's good they deserve that. You know, Tom and got sick. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. But at the same time, you know, uh, I want to give them that shout out. The yep. playoffs have begun, and Shout out to the Celtics who will be playing Atlanta Hawks, um, you know, starting this weekend. So <laughs> that Atlanta Hawks eliminated Miami Heat. Oh, <clears> excuse throat> me, throat> they eliminated the Miami Heat um, actually last night. This is taping, but last night. Um, but that that could all that um, could. Oh, shout out to not even my favorite baseball team, the Houston Astros, who are. Yes. 11 and old and and they're just beating people like they, nobody's scored run I'm gonna it's say that megan the stallion booty if they, that the, the aura of her ass that was the like, first pitch right well, yeah that she threw out the first pitch with that, well, listen, that about 30 you go 30 something, people haven't even been able to like like really get runs they've been manufactured but they're doing great it's early in the season you can win all these games right now, and by the end of the year, this team could be trash. So, yeah. But right now, it's still a feat. It's still a feat. They frustrate uh, me. Red, the, uh, the Astros frustrate me, man, because, ah, man, I, they are good. They're always going to be a contender for the next decade, and and it's like they just got a bad taste in your mouth about them because they they're just cheating all the time, and it's like, oh my god. Well, they banged on trash cans, and I mean, I guess the, 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 uh, uh, they won. Well, banging on trash cans is what they got that were finally caught for. They were but, but, paying attention to the this, trash cans because of everything else. You know. Uh, on another note, though, on another note, um, every sport there's been the ability to cheat. Yeah. Right. It would ain't that like from the when people were saying Belichick was filming the sideline. Yeah, yeah. Like 
That situation. Yo, he's so smart. He's so smart that he did that. No one else was doing it. I mean, certain things you just got to know was part of what was always going on. But that connects to my stupid as hell this week. So stupid as hell this week um, involves a, a, a basketball team, but an athlete. This week's stupid as hell is Rudy Gobert uh, for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh. During the time, he was at, he was having an uh, argument with another player. And the player, you know, I, the, later on it comes out that the player says, shut the fuck up, bitch. And then so he punches him. Well, one of the softest NBA punches of all time. But needless to say, it was a punch to the chest. During the game, this is a game. Y'all are playing a game. Yeah, yeah, that's a game. Not, a pr- not a practice. Not, not, it, not, we're not talking not about practice. We're not talking about practice. Not practice. We're talking about a game. So he punches him. So now, mind you, they need to play the Lakers coming up after the game, um, and they need their full strength. You know, him, him, um, and on uh, going out, I believe Jay Daniels is his name. Punched the wall. He's their top. He's another top defensive player they had, and he broke his hand. So this all happened like in that same game. So uh, and Gobert got suspended, so he wasn't able to play. And um, Minnesota lost to the Lakers in overtime. Um, they they probably could have won if they had him, but he was stupid as hell for making a mistake like that in such a. Uh, and it wasn't even worth it. Like I don't care what he said. This is your team. You're on TV. You're playing for the next level. So this week, man, Rudy Gobert, hope you learn. He's stupid as hell. Stupid. And learn how to punch, son. Bam, bam, bam. All right. <laughs> All right. That was good. Yeah. 64 episodes deep. Hey. He's E in the sixth foul. 64. That's what I'm saying. Deep in it now. Chocolate. Yeah, I mean, we he's do this podcast. Over here with I think he's eating a cookie. I think he's eating a cookie. Oh, cookie. We do this podcast shit. Y'all are just rookies. Big shows at the crib eating chocolate chip cookies. You know what it is, huh? Smoking <laughs> a joke. this part of you sometimes. Like, Listen. <laughs> it's like, I, it goes I up. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah. Yo. That was good. Off head. Hey, listen, so... It's another great episode in the books. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Hell yeah. If you don't listen to us wherever you get your podcasts or, uh, or you know, watch it, uh, you know, we need more people all the time. Just keep tuning in. Pass share the word. Let, your them homies. Know. Let your homies know, you know we got a funny podcast with dope you know, ass guests and all that. Just share it. That's all we ask. Wait a song. Um, <laughs> you know, remember, excuses have no purpose. So don't make them. Don't make them. As we grow, we glow. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, we just trying to keep it going. All right? Hell yeah. Appreciate you. 6-4 in the books. Peace, peace. Peace. Oh, 6-4. You know what I'm saying? We riding out. All right, on my dark days, I chopped crack on the regular. Ran up in spots and clapped on the regular. Took big, fat-ass stacks. From the register, no matter how hard they tried, they still couldn't measure the hard I have.